Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you ready for this hot snatch, honey? Well, honey, you're giving male illusions, so you can't do that. That's against the rules. Uh, I am in drag, Rue. Well, today we're covering season seven snatch game mm-hmm. with some high highlights. Kennedy as Little Richard. Uh, Shut, Shut up. up. Ginger as Adele Dazim and Katya as Susie Orman. Plus, Tamar Braxton giving us two different hair systems. Mm-hmm. Judge.com. And the pressure really gets to the queens in the workroom and on the main stage. Strap it in, honey. It's leather and lace. Mm-hmm. It's time for another episode of Race Chaser. Classico. Forever. Dog. Race Chaser. I guess I'll open the outline. (laughs) Hello, my darling, dear little chickadee. Hello. Hello. Hello, and welcome back to Race Chaser Classic, a podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's RuPaul's Drag Drag Race, starting from the very beginning. This is the beginning. I'm not what you would call an overnight sensation. Oh, Sorry, I, Max. I had to. I had to take advantage of the moment. Um, my name's Alaska. What's yours? <laughs> Hi, I'm Willem. Now our day is as being classic, uh, classic, classy ladies are numbered because there is a new season coming out very soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, season 14, the queens have been revealed. 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 So y'all know what that means. That means we will, of course, be covering this new season of Drag Race yeah. in real time. No, if- make the chop do it. I, I'm not, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, we're doing it. Well, I'm so excited about season 14. Are you? I'm so excited. We got some good LA girls. Mm-hmm. Um, and this means the new coverage for the, what do we call it when it's not classique? Um, Recent. Au courant. Au courant, yeah. Um, the au courant uh, drag race premiere 
for us will be January 7th, and our recap will come out on the 12th. That's right. Um, so tune into Friday's Hot Goss. We're going to coverage the season 14 caster reveal. Yes. Give little tidbits and, and shitbits uh, about the little girls. Yes. Uh, so exciting. Can't wait to uh, get to know this great group of dolls and divas. Um, But as for this episode, we're talking about a different group of amazing dolls and divas, the season seven girls. Spin it back eight years. We got those season seven queens. The queens did challenges last week, and there was nothing mini about it. There was a supersized pit crew showing off monsters in the pants, Mm -hmm. and then they had the Rue, true Hollywood reenactment story where they told the the tale of Merle Gunsberg. Pearl finally came out of her shell. Pearl Gunsberg. Pearl had a great um, moment. Candy's candy. Oh, candy ho, not candy candy. Not candy muse. I was like candy muse. She ain't there yet. At- the candy candy ho's ruwig was questionable. Um, but questionable. her monkey made her this. She could have used the potato salad that her monkey did to cover up her boy edges, but she didn't. Okay. Um, the queens did Death Becomes Her on the Runway, and after a long night of hooking, all the trade didn't like the sessions, so he had gutted most of them, but specifically like Candy fish. Ho got gutted. She went home after, um, the Jaden, Ariana, Candy Ho moment, and, um, now we're left with seven girls. Eight girls. Honey, it's getting down to the nitty gritty. Uh, Plus the monkey that made the potato salad. Honey, that's the way the potato salad crumbles. Um... The, Ooh, is there blue cheese crumbles? Uh, yes. Um, we get a mirror message um, from Miss Candy. Um, Everything happens for a reason. Pero la vida continua. Big things will come, Candy Ho. Is that bitch life goes on? Uh, but uh, things ha- everything happens for a reason, but life goes on, yes. Oh, yeah. okay. She's right. Um, and... Uh, Max is talking about how she's going to wear one non-gray wig on the runway and then go right back to gray after uh, complaining that Michelle wants to see something different. Girl, if I was getting specifics, I would just do it. Yeah, some uh, some of the girls feel that way. Well, if you were getting specifics, would you do it? Um, I, n- I was never really told anything to do different on the runway. They told you than- to not be robotic. Yeah, and then I cried. So, so Same yeah. episode. But it wasn't like something that I planned to do. Because those tears were real. They were. I believe you. So, um, I would give specifics uh, yeah. a, a chance if I was given them. Would you have given specifics a chance? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you kind of really? have to. It was called RuPaul's Drag Race, and you didn't get in drag for all the challenges, so... Okay. Well, we'll we'll see how that goes for one of the... You know how boy drag goes. We'll see how that goes for Miss Kennedy Davenport later this episode, because... We shall she. Yes, we shall. Uh, um, we well, shall she. Kennedy also has some input on the Max. She says that she'd love to see Max in the bottom for a reality check. Yeah, she's mad. I mean, there's definitely tension brewing, and I mean... Violet and Pearl uh, are giving some fierce interview chair regarding Miss Kennedy Davenport. They are not happy with her long night of hooking look. Well, they said it wasn't clear how she died, and the prompt was death becomes her. And I understand that. 
she did talk her way out of it and in it and around it, which was entertaining enough. But yeah. um, the prompt was uh, elusive, I'd say, in Kennedy's case. Yeah. Um, Violet uh, says more specifically she looks like Tony the Tiger on crack. Right. Uh, I'm not getting Tony the Tiger on crack. I'm getting Tony the Tiger's crackhead mistress. <laughs> yeah. There's a difference. Yeah. How dare how dare Violet, there first of all. There's a marked difference there. But did she look dead? Dead sexy. Uh, yeah. Dead sexy. Does she look like a woman? No, she looks better than a woman. She's more <laughs> so than a woman. It's not natural. It's supernatural. She's a Davenport. Honey. Yeah. What do you think about the next day? Well, um, the next day, there's no table chats, honey. We are straight in. Uh, oh, wait. The girls come in, though. Max has her little umbrella in case of precipitation. And she's wearing a robe that, that's giving nip slips, which I find vulgar. Okay. Well, you know what? Vulgarities in the work room. can express themselves however they like, Okay. Um, We're not talking about that. We get a vi- we get a video message from RuPaul that says, "Hey, razors, like my mama used to say, you ain't got nothing nice to say about somebody. Don't say nothing at all." Cricket, cricket, cricket. Uh, or just ask Bianca Del Rio to say it for you. Oh yeah, and then BDR pops up. She says, "Ah, oh, look at you guys." I hope you're not as stupid as you are ugly. Listen, I've got one tip for you. You're a drag queen. Be funny. Okay. Make them laugh. Make them laugh. I have a question. Do you think there was... Clown musical. Do you think that... I'm I'm giving my Olivia Lux. I have a question. May I ask a question? Um, (laughs) I see a little purple box on the floor next to one of the girl's feet. Do you think they had, like, some sort of little mini box challenge when they're all standing in their lineup? Do you There's think? a box on the floor. I don't know. I feel like something was cut, because why would a girl bring a little tiny box over, put it down next to her foot? It's very possible. I mean, maybe one of the girls had a surprise, or maybe they did have a mini challenge and they cut it. That does happen. I'm just wondering what was in the box, but oh well. Well, for this week, the maxi challenge... RuPaul is sick of seeing everyone's authentic selves. <laughs> she wants to see some fake-ass hilarity in a game called The Snatch Game! Back when RuPaul was actually very excited by the, the idea of The Snatch Game. Uh, <laughs> and you could tell she's very into it. She's very excited. It's a fun challenge. Okay, where's this You box? see the little box next to Pearl's foot? The fame's foot. Oh. Oh, it's electric. It's electrical. Boogie, woogie, woogie. Is it? Yes. Girl, there was shit popping out of the floor all over the place in that room. That, they really had an outlet on the floor like that, that kind of hazard. I'm not surprised. Not surprised at all. What the fuck? Who puts an outlet there? Uh, You know. Never mind. I know exactly who puts an outlet there. You wow. already know <laughs> the underfootedness of it all. Um, so Snatch Game Katya gives wrong answers only. She says, uh, Snatch Game is when we put on giant latex frog costumes and compete in a fiery obstacle course. A fury. Guy Fieri That's obstacle course. That's not what Snatch Game is. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, now I'm 
I was thinking about this, and I've been working on this character for months. I'm doing Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I'm going to be doing Caitlyn Jenner. Well, what you want to do isn't necessarily what you're going to do. Well, um... How's down what Versace if, boots? What if I'm on All Stars? Uh, Nah Stars. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, we have Violet and Fame both contending for the spot of Donatella Versace. Um, and neither one seems to want to back down. No. And then RuPaul comes in for these workrooms, and it's a Violet or Fame showdown. Right. Now, I mean, I'm I'm very of the of the school of thought that like just have two Donatellas and may the best fucking Donatella win. Me you too, know? but I th- I think every girl once it gets down to that gets too scared of knowing yes. that there'll be they'll be the worst one maybe. So that's never played out how we would have played it out, you know. I think a lot has changed and Snatch Game has evolved and the, the rules have a lot more latitude now. And I think I think nowadays you could have two of the same character and there's a lot of comedy built into that. I am the real Donatella. Depending depending on the, the participants, yeah, what? there could be some comedy. Uh, Kennedy wants to do Little Richard and both Katya and Ginger are like, no, don't do that. Do Sweet Brown. That's a man. <laughs> <laughs> Are you crazy? <laughs> Sweet Brown, she's got cold, cold pop, like all these sayings. It's like, honey, she had one monologue, they and you're trying really, to get Kennedy to do her whole thing on it. They really want her to do Sweet Brown, which she kind of did Sweet Brown already in the in the RuPaul parody challenge. I, I I'm, you know, and then in the walkthrough, I th- I thought the walkthrough was really funny because RuPaul was like. I can't tell you what to do here. All RuPaul does is tell people who to do for Snatch Game. I mean... You know the character that you brought a costume for and you've been preparing? You know, throw that in the trash. I'm really tickled by, um... Who's that band that sings the... uh, Feel the beat of the rhythm of the night. The Barge. You know what? Just do Elder Barge. You know, actually... All RuPaul does is tell people who to do for Snatch Game, but now all of a sudden he's like, "I don't, you know, I, I can't only do it. You can make standards decision, and practices, my child." The- <laughs> <laughs> With all this money on the line. <laughs> Uh, we're going to take a break and come back Already? with uh, Sharon Needles. Oh, wait, no, it's Max. A haunted house! <laughs> I just came back from one. Let's take a break and we'll come back from one in a moment. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. You're literally getting them out of you by speaking them and figuring out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. That's right. And I think, uh, and I've said this before, I think therapy is a very useful tool, whether you've been through something very traumatic or you're just trying to better yourself. 
Yeah, and if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. You don't have to leave your house. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Yeah, all the therapists have licenses. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drag Drag. today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag. This episode is brought to you by who I almost nodded off because this Helix mattress is so comfortable. Helix Sleep! The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. I've had several many Helix mattresses for several many years now, and I love I them all. They're all my I've babies. read the men's room wall. We have the midnight dusk. We have the uh, we have the one for uh, heavy sleepers, and that's also oh, good. Oh, they're if, all good. If you have slumber parties, if, uh, lots. Of, I love a Helix party, uh, and we are the Helix girls, and we have been for such a long time that we know what works best for us and our bodies. But if you don't know, you could take a Helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. They've got models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Also models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Ooh, plus enhanced cooling features to help you from overheating at night. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. So that's why they offer a 100-night trial to try out your new Helix mattress and a 10- to 15-year warranty. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Drag. Drag and use code HelixPartner20. This is their best offer yet, and it's not going to last long. It's so good, I'm going to say it again. That's HelixSleep.com slash drag. And use code HelixPartner20. With Helix, better sleep starts now. So Max is going to do Sharon Needles, but a Disney Sharon Needles, he says. Which okay. which is kind of like all the best parts of Sharon are the parts that are vulgar and unexpected, <laughs> not Disney and expected. Right. So um, this is one of those things where you're like, okay. Right. And so we have two girls doing Rue Girls at this point too, which you're no longer allowed to do. Yes. And we're starting to see... Why? <laughs> well, we're st- yeah, I mean, definitely. We're starting to see Rue Girls being used as like a crutch and it's like sort of an easy go-to um, for girls, which they did away with, uh, it, I, I think, shortly after this season. They said, don't audition with Rue Girls. You're not allowed to do them anymore. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not an avid like Drag Race fan... They're trying to widen their audience. They don't want you to do something that's a reference to three seasons ago, specific, you know? Unless they're pushing through a web show about one of the girls. Right. Oh, wow. RuPaul just pushed my microphone over. (laughs) (laughs) She said, what did you say, bitch? I can hear you. 
Now, uh, Jaden is considering doing Raven Simone and is like, you know what? She's just, she like kind of has a high pitched voice like this. I feel like if she and I met, we'd be best friends. Yeah. And this is basically Kennedy, Kennedy's directive about her just like being herself and stop being like some little goody two shoes and just leaning into her like round the way girlness. Right. And she's not. She's going Disney, Raven, and. Yeah. You can feel Kennedy's eyes rolling from across the room. And RuPaul is, you know, she's rolling her good one, too. She's like, okay. Yeah, not really buying it. I mean, there there was possibility for Raven Simone, I think. Um, And she's, we'll we'll see how she does. But I think she starts off really great. Um, uh, But then it just kind of is one note. What do you think about fame and Ru and Ru telling fame, like, um, being kind is one thing, but winning is another. RuPaul Don't really let her stand is, in your way. She's really when, stirring the shit during this walkthrough. You know what? You should just follow your heart. Don't I mean, do, don't change your character because of her. But Violet, you change your character. Yeah, you do that okay. other girl that we're trying to push through, Miss Alyssa. You do her. Oh, that's oh okay. We're gonna save Teresa Caputo for uh, Fifi in All Stars. Uh, I thought it was detox. Hmm? Where are the bodies? No, that's Nancy Grace. Oh, wait. And you call yourself a podcaster. Fifi did Teresa Caputo? Yeah. Yes, ma'am. You were there. Girl, I blocked it out. (laughs) You stupid bitch. I pay my therapist to block it out, honey. Do you? Do you use code drag on your better help, honey? Honey, I use hypnotism. (laughs) To get rid of those memories. <laughs> your hips are no, but there's no tisms. Um, your no. <laughs> never tism. mind. <laughs> tism, tism, tism. Uh, so, what do you think about Katya um, having her breakthrough, realizing that she's addicted to the anxiety? Well, I mean, luckily RuPaul is able to remove all psychological blocks and um <laughs> any any lifelong hang-ups with the with the turn of a phrase she tells katya that she's addicted to anxiety katya has a breakthrough um and is cured so i thought that was really nice flim flam flom done uh kennedy also is uh being led down a multi-path road by rupaul when told about her little Richard choice, Rue says, well, I can't tell you to decide what to do, but... I can tell these other girls what to do, but I can't tell you. <laughs> yeah, so... It's, I love it. It's 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 misdirect upon misdirect. Or Mrs. Direct. And sorry. I'm so... Mrs. Direct. I'm so glad that Kennedy took this leap and did Little Richard. And it's one of the most memorable Snatch Game characters in the history of the game. And... Um, and it really solidifies Kennedy as a, as one to watch. Because mm-hmm. it's like, you're not just going to get the expected from this person. She's wickedly hilarious. Wickedly funny. <laughs> Adele. Wicked beauty. Is he? Violet says, can I get a time check? Because she has to change her character now to Alyssa Edwards. But 
You know, the Alyssa Edwards mug of the time isn't that different from Donatella Versace. Very tan, very bold eye. Just change mm. the wig. Yeah. Maybe take off that nostril flare. <laughs> That's it. We get the our... Snatch- our Snatch Game contestants, Michael Yuri and Tamar Braxton. Wow, mm-hmm. work. And the stars are aligning for the panel. We have Max as Sharon, Jaden as Raven Simone, Katya as Susie Orman. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Violet as Alyssa's Secret. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pearl is Big Ange, yes. a cancer. She shares my birthday, June Aww. 30th. Woo woo. Donatella Versace is Miss Fame. Little Richard is Kennedy. Mm-hmm. And Ginger Minge as Adele. Yes. Uh, overall, this is a really fun snatch game. I, I mean, to me, Ginger was... Depends what you do for fun. G- what? Depends what you do for fun, honestly. <laughs> Ginger was the apex predator in this challenge. I think everyone... I think everyone kind of paled in comparison to Ginger, who was just sort of holding it down, always was living and acting and responding in every in every scenario as this character, really, really funny. See, I don't I don't I think that this snatch game was, you know, a forty or a fifty percent. I think five of them four of them were funny. Five of them were tolerable. Three of them were no ma'am, no how. Don't want them on a stage doing this again. Okay. You know, I never need to see Max, Jaden, or Fame do any of these personifications ever again. Okay. Violet's was fine. It, it wasn't offensive, but like, I thought Kennedy, Pearl, and Adele, and Ginger did great. They delivered. They were in the moment. They made RuPaul laugh. They made Michael Yuri and Tamar laugh. Yeah. Pearl was really funny, and I feel like kind of got, uh, got like sidelined a little this episode. They were like, we've been giving her a lot of action, but like Big Ange was really, really great. Mm-hmm. Um, a really smart character. And I want to shout out Pearl's makeup as Big Ange. I mean, Pearl is always such a transformer with her makeup, and this makeup job was is really fucking cool and sick and accurate. Yeah. And fierce. The way she played with the lights and the darks and like Trump Lloyd her face into looking like Big Ange really worked. It really. From the front. And just huge, huge like balloons in the blouse. Very Kim Petras coconuts. My coconuts. Um, Those are the words. That's what you have to do with Snatch Game. It's like about, it's you're sitting behind a desk, so like make the shapes really broad. Be this fucking character. I thought she did a great job. And Katya as Susie Orman, you could tell she was a little nervous, but that's just because we know her. But overall, I mean, she had really funny responses, and I thought she did a good job. Yeah, I think that uh, Katya was funny. She gave me the giggles. Yeah. And um, as as long as RuPaul's still laughing. That you're, wig you're doing was not a good investment. <laughs> <laughs> Fame so mad. She's like, what? <laughs> like, actually, yeah, actually mad. Not mad in character, just actually bothered. <laughs> yeah, actually bothered. Uh, the next day, uh, Katya is having a moment. She's saying her anxiety about her Snatch Game performance is getting the best of her which leads her and Fame to have a little chat to the side about um, sobriety and how they're, you know, they're, they're, what's the, it's called the network that holds someone up. Mm. 
what is that called? Support support network. Yeah. Like that okay. is gone right now because Katya was 18 months sober at this point. Yes. And Fame's been sober for like nine months. And, you know, not being able to go to a meeting. Nine years. Nine years, yeah. No sponsors. Being away from the support system is really hard for Katya. Um, but fame is there, shoulder to cry on, have a little giggle, back to the back to the mirrors. Yeah. It's very that. Do you think do you think that it's unsafe to not have this sort of support for I mean, because addiction is a medical, you know, problem. To I mean it uh, maybe in the future they could like allow contact to someone from the support network for people who are addicts or in the program, right? I mean, they could just have RuPaul come in and talk to him. Oh yeah, uh, well that's better. That is better than any <laughs> support system. We know how much she likes to share at her meetings. She <sighs> she books it right after. Okay. So what's what's wrong with saying that? Everybody knows it. Okay. There's nothing wrong. She has a very important business meeting. Well, on the main stage. Mm-hmm. Tell um, us about the main stage. RuPaul could make it to the main stage. She, it's so nice of her to share with us this roll-up fruit dress, fruit roll-up Chartreuse gown. and this red latex. Um, kind of geometric. Everybody's got this earring. I had this earring in yellow. Hell yeah. She looks two dollar hair store earring. Very mod, very sixties, very color blocking. Um, the mm-hmm. makeup. I mean, Matthew has done it again. The makeup and hair are telling the, taking us to that sixties kind of moment. A white bangle on the wrist. Yeah, just like is one earring pink and one earring red. No, I think Michael. They're both pink. No, they're both pink. Michael yeah. Yuri has to cover his face because his gay gasp must be must have been so audible. Yeah. At seeing RuPaul looks so good. She looks that right, that good. Um I love I love the dress. They said you know, Zaldi said, "You know what? I'm going to ha- I'm going to take this chartreuse dress and I'm going to add this fucking red plastic fucking square to it and just make it fucking avant-garde." And done. It took it there. It really did. Really fabulous. Um uh, who else is on the judging? But oh, Michael Yuri, uh huh, Tamar, Tamar and Michael Yuri re- return uh, for the judging panel. There is a moment where RuPaul talks about Michael Yuri spending more time in Barbara Streisand's basement than Barbara Streisand, which is a what reference is to Buyer and Seller, a theatrical play mm. which Michael Yuri starred in. Drew Drogi also starred in it at one point, I think. Oh, work. Um, it's all about Barbara Streisand's basement and how there's like a whole like Epcot gift center down there. She has um, a mall in her basement, right? Mm-hmm. Tidbit, Tammy Tidbit. <laughs> this runway prompt is a runway that I inspired, obviously. It's called Leather and Lace. And I think I was the first girl to give Leather and Lace. That's right. Leather and Lace and Feathers and Face. Tarantino fantasy. Uh, uh, what the... F- what happened with this runway? I'm not... Listen. It doesn't feel like all the girls were told leather and lace because no. not all of them are in leather and lace. We have maybe five out of eight of them in leather and lace. All of them have at least one. Ginger has both, but it seems like her her lace tights... She should have put a panty on top of the lace tights because it's all lace... You know what I mean? I it feel, feels... Yeah. The panty should go on the outside. 
I feel like this runway was one of those ones that they didn't prepare them for. And they just told them on the day, like, lace and leather, ladies. Let's see what you've got. Let's see what extra pieces you brought for mini challenges. Like, literally, it feels like that. It feels like it, but I don't think it was because enough of them did meet the docket that, you know. Well, like even anyone Kennedy's- can pull out lace and leather from from their, I mean, from their closet right now. Yeah, one would assume, but not everybody did. So maybe you are right. Well, let's discuss the looks as we see them. Ginger is giving it's Snowball leather. and Lori Rodkin's yard. What? <laughs> A snowball and Lori Rodkin's yard. It's got like this giant gothic share cross, 18 bras, yes. fake Louboutin, and these these white lacy tight. There's at least three bras on under there. She looks pretty. And it, I'm, I didn't say she did. And it's leather and lace. It it's you know, it it clicks all the all the pieces. Um she says she's going for Elvis, but I mean, yeah, and it's kind of it's kind of giving Elvis. She's giving pelvis too. Right. She's, she should have gotten, done a little boy toy Madonna like like a virgin skirt on top of it. Ah, oh, very that. That I would have loved a little tutu. Right. Fru fru. Uh, Miss Miss Katya. This nice. Is lace and leather and I've noticed something. Katya's done the same makeup for every runway. For her wait her whole career. Career. I think. Yeah. yeah. It's her standard, yeah. you know. Not mad. It's working. Yeah, it's her standard face, and why not stick with it when the it looks on great? fire. She extinguishes the fire and then she kisses the flame. I love I love this look. Uh this is one yeah. of the most cohesive looks on the runway for me. And simple, you know? Yes. Simple but really to the point. Um throw and, and go hair. She's but Brittany like, at forty. Forty five. Yeah, Brittany is 40 now. I know, Brittany's 40. Happy birthday. Yeah. Kennedy Davenport almost fulfills the docket. I feel like this is definitely pleather. And while there are see-through aspects of the other material, it's definitely not lace. Okay. And this pushback beauty of... of um. using your own frontal. She was wearing hair that was ready for a crown. <laughs> She said, I'm going to leave space. Meaning she was going to the dentist to get a filling? <laughs> she said, I'm going to leave space up here so you can just pin that crown right on. I'm, I'm going to make it easy for you. Okay. Um, Right. Is She's it, selling the garment. To me, it doesn't, if you're saying leather and lace, it does not have to be actual leather. I think pleather is completely within the bounds of reason because sure. why do you have to kill animals just to fucking fulfill a docket? Yeah. Uh, is but where's it the lace? lace? It's, um... Her boots are laced up. What is that is the, the lace part? Is the definition of lace floral? I think it is. No, the definition of lace is the textile of what it's made of. It's like a woven... It's the technique. Lace is, like, woven or laced somehow. But like, it has to do with floral, does it not? No, not necessarily. Lace can be any pattern. It doesn't need to be floral in particular. Okay. And maybe, like, a Brussels lace is a specific pattern or something. But, like, lace just means, like, I could go lace. for a Brussels sprout lace right now. Honey, you've, you've been laced with a lot from what I've heard. But you were <laughs> only worth Damon. Jo- honey, that joint was laced with something. <laughs> um, uh, 
Well, I like I like the dress, and of course, Kennedy Davenport is always going to give you a runway presentation. Um, uh, yes, definitely. She presented it. Who's next? Next is Violet Chachki giving vintage pinup, oh, coming out with a, a gag in her mouth. She's got lace garters, patent leather boots, and like uh, a uh, almost. What would we call this on top? A jacket or a... Is this a straight jacket? Um, she's pushing through these Courtney cakes, too. She's the nobody girl. Well, I mean, she looks fabulous. I love I'm not this. mad. Because she can get her waist down to a tiny enough thing that her that her no-caked body looks fine. Um. Uh, yeah, she's... And she's taking leather really to the extreme because she's giving it a very, like, um, bondage S&M kind of point of view... Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a and little she, bit of lacy panty showing, just a little. Love it. I also love the hair with just a little bit of blonde on the end, just to give it some color so it's not all stuck in the black. Yeah. She's, you know. She's she looks great. Doing the damn thing. Max, uh-huh. not an ounce of lace, comes out doing some character, mm-hmm. some Dead Widow bullshit story. Okay. Hasn't she done this before? She's giving a black widow spider. She has a spider web on her head, and on her butt is the little, like, triangle hourglass shape in red. What is the triangle hourglass shape? I don't get that. That's the the shape on a black widow spider. Oh. So she... This has a concept. Um, So fishnet doesn't count as lace? No, fishnet is not lace. Okay. I mean, overall, I think this is a very beautiful look. Um, it's taking us there. It is very safe for Max, unfortunately. I think it's a B word, too. Boring. Okay. If if you didn't see this in the context of the whole season, I don't Boring. know. I mean, I think she looks really fierce. Does she? Yes. To well, me. Good. For me. Listen, I had a rough fucking childhood. I wasn't sitting around watching Batman and Robin, okay? I just don't get, like, this little shrug that she had, and then she she rips it off. We've already seen what's under it. We know it's a little corset. Like, mm-hmm. what is your reveal? You did a reveal with a bolero, honey. Okay. I'm good. It just doesn't excite me. Like, if this is your chance to be on Drag Race, and that's what you came up with, okay. Kick rocks. Oh, my God. Well, next up is Jaden Dior Fierce, uh, giving us bouncing and behaving hair. Honey, this hair, this hair is the best thing about this outfit. Yes, it is. And the face. Four times the size of her head. (laughs) At least. I love this hair. Yeah. The the lace that she has is kind of a uh, applique of sorts. Yes. Sewn on this uh, nude illusion top. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the skirt, it's its hem is all over the place, like it's asking for directions, but it's so much shorter in the back where her butt is. Mm-hmm. Makes me think that she didn't try her body on when she did her fitting or something. Yeah. And it's Yeah. And Jaden is always uh so like everything is just right and in place from head to toe with all of her looks so far this season. I think that like this just was one of her like one of her less planned outfits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she knows that. 
you know, sometimes you show up at Drag Race. I know, probably not you. But sometimes you show up at Drag Race and you know that like, oh, this look is my A+. plus. This look is my A-. minus. This one's a C and I hope I'll be safe that week. <laughs> you know, that, ha- that fucking happens. It's a lot well, of looks know, to I do. And you don't have your husband bringing you things and leaving them in the hotel hallway for you. Some of our husbands weren't busy cheating on us on the road. (laughs) (laughs) So you read my book. I did. My name's Alaska. What's yours? Available at Penguin Chronicle Literatures. It's chroniclebooks.com slash Alaska, but thank you. Exactly. Slash drag slash better help. Um, let's go ahead and get into Pearl's look. Um, oh, yeah. Wait. Alert. 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 Do we have an alert sound that we can put in there? A life alert. 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 We have a queen wearing her promo look. It, it, it happened. It promo happened, everyone. Spotted. This doesn't happen all the time. I have never, ever in my life heard of this uh, happening uh, no this beauty. happens all the time especially in the earlier seasons yeah fifi did it um pearl did it a couple of the girls have done it yeah um this is a lovely pink leather and lace look uh with pearls on pearl yes and other diamante accessories she looks great and it, what a way to stand out not going the Expected route of black leather and lace going pink leather and lace while giving yes. face. A smart choice. And Pearl always, you know, is styled to perfection and she looks mm-hmm. great. Um, and this is her, like, exact, is it the exact promo look? I know she wears no, the jacket. No, she wears a pant. Okay. She wears a pant. Yeah. A per- it's like an American apparel, oyster color, shiny disco pant. Yes. Now fame comes out as like, honey, this is... Um, Stun. Puss, Pussy, Dracula, Hooker, um, <laughs> uh, everything. Eastern European, Whoremongerer, Barbarella, Barbed Wire. I love this look from Fame. She's painted. Oh, yeah. She went deep with the paint. But even with Miss Fame. Hard paint. Even with Miss Fame, I feel like you could tell... This was her, for fame, this is her, like, you know, her her B, her B look. This isn't her A+. I feel like she's worn this neck thing on something else. It's very possible. But she but looks she, fucking stunning. And long hair. She hasn't given us long hair. It's always been structured and, like, up and, like, jelly rolled. And right. this is, like, a free fame. She's a free fame woman. Sushi roll, sushi roll. <laughs> Um, she looks great, and she's she's just living on the runway. We're let's, gonna take a break. Yeah, let's take a break. Uh, let's take a break on that one. Take a break. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. IJS. 
IJS. I'm just saying. I I really need justice for this catchphrase that comes right at the top of the episode. Kenny Davenport says it. She says, IJS, I'm just saying. And I this has stuck with me. I say it all the time, and people are always like, huh? IJS? What? It's one of those catchphrases that almost caught and didn't catch. I-Y-K-Y-K. If you know, you know. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. So some some girls caught it, some girls didn't. Um, so the judges declare Violet and Pearl as the safe girls, and they get to walk on back. They Violet just says this cackle is... their way off stage. <laughs> oh, look, I almost slipped on your Cunts. on your loop. Oh, Cunts. I need more Pearl's alcohol. Like, oh, sorry, I tripped on you, Max. You're probably going home. Ah! <laughs> 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 oh God! Oh shit! This is Violet's first time being sh- safe. She says. Okay, I can see that, because they want to talk about those looks. There's a lot to talk about. The judges want to talk about a lot of stuff, too. Uh, They said that Ginger's Adele was wonderful. Um, Michelle thinks her hair is too triangular on the runway. I'm giving early Thorgy Thor concepts and shapes, maybe. Um, Rectangular girls of the world. Yeah, that. Yeah, um, fame, they love this different kind of vibe that she's giving, um, but that her snatch game is only, like, 20% there. Um, where are the jokes? Where are the jokes? Kennedy gets told that by Michelle she's not a fan of boy drag, but she killed it. Yes. And it was a type of risk that Ross didn't expect from Kennedy. Yes. Um, but they loved her dramatic runway walk, walking in circles and puddles, pointing to the puddle and saying to avoid the puddle. I'm not getting my shoe wet. Uh-uh. No, no. Honey. Walk around that puddle. You um, want to take it on, Max? Well. Take it on the Max, baby. There's. Okay. We we as podcasters should discuss that more happened than what was shown here. What we were shown was Max's critique start. Then she's then she's taking off her corset. Then RuPaul's like, "We need. Can someone help her get herself together?" And then out of nowhere, Max is sitting on the edge of the stage, singing, "I wouldn't be called an overnight sensation." And then the judges are like, oh, "What's going? Oh, what? What is this? Oh no! I took advantage of the moment." Okay, more happened here, and I believe she, like, posted about it when this happened. More happened, and chronologically, this wasn't the order of events, apparently. Like, I don't think the loosening of the course had actually happened during her critique. I think it was at a different time. Okay. Also, RuPaul was the one that prompted her, give us a little song. And they, right. of course, didn't sing show us a, that. Sing us something. Yeah, um, there's, like, empty bowls behind Max. Like, they brought her, like grapes or you know some <laughs> snacking options there's some Empty drinks bowls. like what is she did she did they fully have like a snack break and then nap time what was what were they letting max do at this point um i i, I don't know i feel like she could have should have gone in the back and put on a great wig and all would have been fine well but- luckily joseph shepherd did an exposed interview with max about this very moment so maybe we can throw it to some audio and hear a little explanation i love that joseph shepherd i think they had told us too like if you're ever feeling unsafe or whatever let the production people know let this certain 
producer or a director or whatever this man was know that you need a moment, you need a, to take a drink of water, do something to prevent catastrophe. So I got a water bottle and I was sitting on the edge of the stage for a minute, unstrapped my corset and up on the judges panel. I mean, obviously I'm interrupting production. So it's, I feel, I feel it in retrospect that it was inconvenient for, for production, all these people getting paid, et cetera. But, uh, they definitely took advantage of the moment as I took advantage of the moment and they used my sitting down for a little bit of production. Uh, and <laughs> they asked me to sing, I think she asked me to sing somewhere over the rainbow and I heard, I don't know, on that little Twitter thing, it says she asked me to sing a few bars of Swanee, but I think she said somewhere over the rainbow. Because I was like, no, I'm going to sing the thing she sings in a stars board instead when she's sitting on the edge of the stage, because that would be more correct, uh, because mm -hmm. I'm an avid Judy Garland fan. So I was saying, so I can't quite be called overnight sensation. Oh, I can't quite be called <laughs> overnight sensation. For it started many years ago, but I didn't sing the whole thing. I just sang the, because she seen how about she was born in a trunk in the Princess Theater in Pocatello, Idaho. It's in a star was born, and she's sitting on the edge of the stage singing it. So I sang, like, one line of that, and they put it, I guess they put it in as me just, like, singing to sing, even, even though I couldn't breathe a moment earlier, so I, I wouldn't have decided of my own volition to sing. Um, and then also they had, like, some little moment with Ginger being, like, rolling your eyes at me or something, a little talking head about how I had just decided to start singing or some shit. The actress. Ginger well, de definitely uh, makes it known that the actress is popping out of Max right now. <laughs> well, this is very, well, I, you know, uh, and, you know, I. Exactly. If you can't, breathe or you're having an anxiety attack or How the you're hell gonna, you gonna breathe faint, someone else you have to say something and you have to you you have to do something about that no you just throw up don't say can i have a moment you just do it you pass out and then you get more screen time she shouldn't have said oh i'm feeling lightheaded she should have just passed out okay That's what she ends up saying at the end really yeah, honestly like idea. Because there was no way she was going to come out of this unscathed. They were going to just use it for their own their own thing. You have to take control of it and own it. You can't ask for someone else's permission to like be whatever you're going to be on this show. Because they will find a way to use it against you. But, I mean, it's physically dangerous to pass out. I mean, Whatever. No, it's not. I fainted brain, all the time. Or, you know. Sure. Yeah, but you're wearing a wig, so you're not going to hurt your head. You're not going to have a stem injury, girl. Okay. Well, I just really here's the thing: the girls that come on the show with a with a fake or a a, a character, you know, the Ben de la Cremes, the Maxes, the girls that have this character built in, mm -hmm. uh, James Mansfield. Some some of the girls don't really feel like they know these girls because they're being quote unquote even faker than they are dressing up as women. So they don't always get portrayed as authentic. And when you're not authentic on camera the editors usually don't know what to do with it. You have one girl talking in British and then she's talking in American. And then it's, I understand where Max's storyline kind of went wrong for her. 
For TV's sake, it went great. For her personally, it went wrong. But that was only from her own choices, I feel like. She could have controlled it a lot better, in my opinion. Listen to more of that uh, Joseph Shepard interview on Exposed because it gives a lot more insight about Max. Not a stupid girl at all. Um, made Made some choices on the show that she might not have made if she had the chance to do it again right. but she it, it wasn't her season yes um uh, we get some uh we get some critiques about Jaden um they said like she started out kind of strong you know she had a couple funny jokes at the beginning but it sort of just plateaued um yeah. and Tamar says don't come out of Shaka Khan's little sister come out of Shaka you know mm-hmm. and she very much is given little sister it's like Not sugar! Giving. So sweet! <laughs> um, Katya gets great critiques. Tamar says she looks like Brittany of 45. And she says she was hilarical yes. in the challenge. Yes. And Michael Yuri loves everything about her. Yes. Um, well, we get, a, we get a winner of this challenge, and it's Kennedy Davenport. Shocker twist. Oh, y'all wanted a twist. Oh, boy drag is forbidden. Well, get into this. And then they cut to Ginger sucking her teeth. Well, one of those. And then they say, Ken, uh, Ginger Minge, you're also the winner. It's the first tie in Snatch Game history. For and the they first both win fabulous feather accoutrement from Mother Plucker. I love Mother Plucker. I've gotten some great things from over there. Me too. Yes, Yay. God. Mm-hmm. Um, the bottom two end up being Jaden Dior Fierce and Max lip syncing to a song, which we will um, tell you about after this break. Oh, I love breaks. Them's More the breaks. Off. Putting on a little lip. Plumper, are we? Doll it's so face? shiny. It's sugar pill Ooh. in the color of purity, which Max would love because she's purity. not vulgar. She doesn't work blue. Purity. So pure. So innocent. Jaden Dior and Max Satina lip sync to a song called No More Lies by Michelle. Michelet. Michelet, yeah. Um, did you like the lip sync? Um, well, like Morgan McMichaels, I was living for the lip sync. Uh, <laughs> and this was not a rooftop lip sync. This was, I was a lip sync for... right on the main stage. I like a hooker makeover with Morgan McMichaels. This, <laughs> this, I mean, I, I don't, you know, Jaden did a great job, and all we really saw was Jaden. I mean, they cut to Max for a couple of, couple of, Doop doops uh, and, yeah. and but it this was the Jaden show. Yeah, I think Max even got a doopity doop, but that was it. She did. But that was about all. They showed her in the wide crossing over to Jaden's close up. Um, yeah, yeah. This was uh this was definitely not the note Max would want to leave on probably, but she doesn't say much when she does leave either. After she's told to hit it, she yeah. doesn't say anything when she leaves the main stage. Which, you know, a lot of great girls don't say anything. I didn't say anything. Right. Sometimes you can say more with a look. Uh, and um, She's looking Max. for that gray wig. She's like, God damn it. I wore this black <laughs> wig 
She right. She wears she she strays from her iconic look one time and gets sent home. I mean, it's Derek Barry syndrome to to come. You know, no, Bob Bob doesn't say it much. He never thought he'd say these words, but Derek Barry was right. <laughs> um, I have I have another thing that goes off for this episode that doesn't go as planned. RuPaul. She makes the startling confession that one of the eliminated queens from season seven is coming back into the competition. And this is right after an untucked Violet and Pearl were talking about, you know, there's only four episodes left unless somebody gets brought back. And Violet's like, no, 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 no. Don't speak that into existence. And then it fucking happens. Do you think they heard Violet and untucked and they were like, hey, that that dark haired bitch is like talking about. And was like. We should. Yeah, let's bring a girl back. It makes me think they were prompted uh, in Untucked because it's so coincidental that they would be talking about it. But no, it is the worst thing when you have been there and you have been working your ass off and kicking ass and you're there and you're watching girl go home after girl go home. And then they're like, oh, we're going to bring someone else back. So you have to do it more. It's very, it really does make the dolls pissed. Yeah. Never and the girls are mad. Um, uh, Ho's mad. Uh, why and don't we check in <laughs> with the one and only Miss Ginger Minge, uh, who oh. has a little bit of insight into the world of season seven with She's a segment me- we call Ginger, Ginger Minge I want to talk to you about Adele. Uh, Had you done, you did Adele for Snatch Game. Had you done Adele before? Uh, Have you ever like, have you ever been the girl who dresses up like Adele and goes to the show and goes on stage and Kiki Kaka? No, I don't do celebrity impersonations. It's not, it's not what excites me. (laughs) I impersonate being a celebrity every day of my life now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, my mom always goes, this is my son. He's famous. I said, well, I'm her daughter and I'm, she's, I'm fame-ish, you know, like, <laughs> not really. Um, but I, I've never really been excited by pretending to be other people. Like I like creating my own characters and mm-hmm. doing the things that like I want to do without a wig that I'm never allowed to. So that's why I put on the wig and the heels and I go out there and suddenly it's acceptable and people applaud it. Um right. so that's fun for me. The only time I had ever played Adele was for a local fundraiser here in Orlando. They did a version of the match game. Oh, and- okay. And I did Adele for that, and it went over really well. And people were like, oh, you're just like her. And I'm sitting there going, I, this is nothing like Adele. She doesn't <laughs> talk like this. She doesn't act like this. <laughs> right. It doesn't matter. She, she barely funny. looks like this. But what I learned in that moment was if you're funny and you can make people laugh, it makes them forget about everything else they're holding on to. So that's why exactly. I really wanted to do Adele for Snatch Game, and believe they tried to talk me out of it. Rue tried to talk me into doing Tammy Faye Baker so oh. many times. Okay. And right. I just, I held so tight to Adele. I was like, no, this is my security blanket because I've already done it. And right. I know that I can at least be funny with it. I had somebody actually send me a message, and like somebody I don't know, that was like, oh, how does it feel? Your career's over now that Adele's skinny. I was like, first of all, 
Good I haven't what? done Adele since season seven. Second of all, I'm a still doer, even if I'm 700 fucking pounds. The, the It'll gall. be my. It will be my swan song on my 600 pound life. I will be dressed <laughs> like Adele, getting that fucking surgery, mm-hmm. <laughs> singing easy on me. Okay, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Did you watch Untucked? Of course I did. I'm a podcaster, you stupid bitch. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> I have no notes for Untucked. No notes. Uh, well, I have plenty of notes. Um, Untucked. Which in, in the theater, no notes is a great thing. No, It's perfect. No notes. I mean, you, you could push yourself a little bit. What did you think just between us podcastresses, just between us Queerty Award winners, what did you think? I thought the part that Pearl and Violet were examining each other's tux was fascinating. Um, I'm pretty sure one of them fingered? Yeah, Pearl fingered me at one point. I was trying to show her where her prostate was because she didn't know you could access your prostate from outside once. So, like, I understand, like, girls' fascinations with other girls' tux. Like, oh, you do it that way. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. You know, right. Pearl, Pearl's a monster mash advocate. Violet's a, yeah. a tuck to the taint. Um, yeah. And if <laughs> there were, are you on um, Got Mixed Finsta? I don't believe so. Oh my God. There was hairy bubblegum all over it. She had Violet on the Dom Perignon speedboat at Art Basel, which is possibly mm. the most Violet thing I've ever said. Just like bubblegum all out. Just like, oh, no. l- uh, uh. it happens. Yeah, but hairy bubblegum. It happens. Mm. That's like hair stuck to your lip gloss in the bottom of your purse. It happens, right. but you don't want it to happen. It does happen. Yeah. And hair does grow there, which is beautiful. So it's fine. Um, what did you, my favorite part about Untucked was uh, Ginger and Katya outside being crazy girls with the cigarettes. And then at the end of the mm, part yes. where, it is amazing. More cameras rush out to catch it. They're like, send more cameras out. Right. And then they're like, oops, we're in the shot. And Give then this ends. girl a web show at <laughs> once. What should we call it? Uh, yeah, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Steal something uh. from Delta work. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, so Jaden is really down about having to lip sync. And Kennedy yeah. gives her a little pep talk. Yes. Um, which is nice because Kennedy's kind of doing the opposite all season in the interview chair, telling Jaden how over it she is of her playing this like goody two shoes character, you know? Yeah. And are the other girls, are the mean girls laughing about Jaden? Are they laughing about her outfit? Yeah, they're saying it's or hot glue I mean? and hokey pokey. And Violet was like, I don't even remember what she wore. Probably something she just made and hot glued or blah, 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 blah. Violet's wow. being very derivative. Yeah. Of her, of Jaden's fashions. Um, but it's what Violet does. Right. No gorge. Um, uh, untucked. Uh, that's pretty much what happened. Uh, I do love Kennedy's amazing quote when she basically <laughs> says to fame. Oh, yeah. Fame is not a, a, you a know, live performer. performer. At all. This she's about as seasoned advice. as her chickens that she's raised. 
She said, and girl, you have hair on, pin it in and swing it. (laughs) Which honestly, if you have the if you have the right hair on, that could be the whole number, just swing it. You don't even when I have hair on that touches my butt, I'm a different woman. I am. Yeah. You you just need to keep it in motion and swinging and oh the bundles dripping down my back cost a stack. For sure. You know it. Bundalisha. You know it, you live it, you love it. And isn't that really just what drag is? Having hair on, pinning it, and swinging it. That is, that's mm-hmm. that's the essence of what we do. Um, pin and it we, and swing it. Right, pin it and swing it. We want to thank you very much for joining us for Race Chaser, Chaser Classic this week. I'm Willem. And I'm Alaska. And we would love for you to write a review of our podcast that's genuine and true it. to your heart on your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to subscribe and take a moment to leave us a really fucking good rating, too. Yeah, and you can follow these dolls at Willem at the Only Alaska 5000, at Race Chaser Pod, at Mom Podcasts. Follow them all. They're all worth it. We have bonus plus content available at patreon.com slash Willem. And you can search for that Race Chaser content by searching the hashtag Race Chaserums. And you can email us at racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. And, uh, well, if I did Donatella, I would have more of an Italian accent, not a Russian accent, but Father, IJS. son, house of Stalin. <laughs> IJS. <laughs> I-Y-K, Y-K. Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, audio, and video clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and or copyright holders. Forever. Race Chaser with Alaskan Willem is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Poem, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderbird. Oh.